At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. It is our final hour of V-CIN Bet Center. As for those of you on the East Coast, welcome to your NFL Sunday. We're here at 9 o'clock West Coast in Las Vegas, downtown Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. Wyatt Tomchek, outstanding producer behind the glass as we continue our NFL Week 4 previews. A couple of quick scoring updates as well, though, from these late college football games. I know Jeff, has, he always is he's always weary of potentially getting in-game on one of these uh, spots couple of interesting ones uh, in, in the late window, including probably the marquee game of the night session. UCLA kicks a field goal to, to go up 20-17 to 17 on Arizona State. And uh, live, Jeff, UCLA was minus three pregame, but only two and a half live, which is kind of interesting based on how the algorithm normally spits out these numbers, uh, especially when the team that was favored by three is up by three yet. Not, uh, not the same line. Which yeah, it's uh, off the board right now. Well, um, you'll find out in about two seconds why it's off the board because Arizona State just hit a long touchdown oh boy. to take a 23-20 lead PAT pending. So good thing I didn't take the two and a, <laughs> minus 2.5, minus 125 that I was seeing. Darn it. Uh, so now, we, uh, now we're going to be getting a plus price on UCLA. And now this is where this gets interesting. Granted, no one has shown any ability to get a stop in this game so far. That that total uh, now in retrospect yeah that was a, a little low <laughs> feels it feels criminally low uh, this was a game that uh, you know when, when you look at it, it ends up what it closes uh, at the end here fifty seven and I don't think I mean, mean you're could, at, you're at forty we could get there in right the first now. half I mean we could get to we could get to fifty one uh, by halftime our our guy uh, Brian Cross our uh, outstanding audio engineer on a UCLA minus three ticket so uh, wishes up. Brett, uh, Nick Wells, Wyatt Tomchuk, the rest of our crew behind the glasses. We do, uh, we mentioned going into our last break, Jeff, uh, at the end of our hour three, that the last uh, consensus play in Circa Millions we had to get to, didn't have time to break it down, but we'll get to it now. Chargers minus three, Monday night hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. And this is, uh, I know, Jeff, a spot that you are also in agreement with. You're in agreement here with the three of our five consensus plays. Yeah, so we, uh, we put this in the contest. At least in this one, uh, numbers different in the other contest. Uh, so big difference, obviously, between the three and the three and a half that the uh, super contest is showing. Good point. Yeah. This to me, look, this is I understand this is not the greatest spot for the Chargers coming off an upset road win against the big behemoth in the division. Mm-hmm. You got four turnovers in that game. The game is in Los Angeles, but we know what the crowd's going to be. A Raider home game in Los Angeles because most of the Raider fan base is still in L.A. But, Ben, 
Doesn't it feel like at some point we're going to get that Las Vegas Raider regress at some point? This feels like a pretty good spot for that to occur. Because the Chargers, Ben, I, I, maybe I'm, I'm buying into the hype a little too much. The Chargers right now are team number three in the AFC. Four. Excuse me, team number four. They're team four. Kansas City is still ahead of them. Barely. Buffalo and Cleveland are ahead of them. And that's it. No one else ahead of this Charger team. The fact that there were some, uh, it was DraftKings. DraftKings earlier in the week, I was stunned with this. The Chargers were plus money to make the playoffs. I don't know how that can be possible at this point. What's and the number now? I have to double check that again, but it was plus 125 earlier in the week. I don't see it, especially when the Broncos were minus 190 to make the playoffs. And I know the Broncos have a pretty easy schedule and very easily can make the playoffs, but that should not be that big of a difference between the Broncos and the Chargers to make the playoffs. Now, look, Derek Carr has been great so far this year. There's no arguing that. He seems to have gotten over the injury he suffered in the Steeler game. Uh, that offense is really good. That defense is significantly improved. That pass rush has been great so far. But I like the Chargers offensive line to slow down the pass rush of the Raiders. I expect the big game from Herbert to pick apart that secondary, which is by far the weakest part of the Raiders' entire roster. And I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers to win this game comfortably and move the three on one, three and one on the year, cover the three. Raiders lose for the first time. I'm on the Chargers laying three, which you can basically get anywhere at this point. You can. Uh, Chargers now at DraftKings to make the playoffs. Yes, minus 120. That's right. That's totally that's right. That number is right to me, the minus 120. I so that was bet through the week. I, I, I don't know if it's so much of a, I, I expect the tra the Raiders train to just completely uh, fall off from a season-long perspective because there are some things they do that I, I like, Jeff, but it, it feels like you've, you've kind of seen things bubble up here. Like you have yeah. this unreal way to open your stadium in front of the fans on Monday night, week one. You have just this crazy shutdown of Pittsburgh on the road where you knock out Big Ben and the Steelers on a short week with all sorts of injury concerns. Then you come back home, you do the basically the same thing you did in week one, just an unreal, basically taking 10 years off your life if you're a fan, going through the ringer, every possible emotion in the book, and you do it again in overtime against Miami, digging out of a 14-0 deficit. So I, while I think there's some good things, Jeff, to like about this Raider team going forward, I keep waiting for the spot here to just, and I know it's, it's hard to yeah. say a Monday night game against a divisional rival is a flat spot, but I think at some point there's... Like, you can't just keep bubbling up for 17 right, well, straight weeks, Jeff. It's got to kind of pop at some point. It, it, it would make sense, is what I'm saying, if it, it were to happen, at least in this spot this week, even if there's still bright spots ahead for them down the road. Well, and also, too, Ben, they're down two touchdowns in both of those games. They came back and won at home. It was 14 nothing in both of those games. Uh, again, it just again, I, the Raiders are much better than I thought they were going to be. That, that is 100% for sure. Their, their offense is really good. Gruden's play call actually has been really good so far in his early goings this year. And Derek Carr's played great. And the pass rush has been really, has been great as well. But it's just, just, at some point, that hard regress is coming for the Raiders. Them and Carolina are very similar looking at each conference. At some point, that horrible game is showing up. And this has the feel of that of being that horrible game for the Raiders. And, then, and they get blown out by the Chargers on a Monday night. We'll see. Only I mean, Raider Raider uh, Panther matchup would be quite interesting. I would yeah, think. I'd say so. Uh, we'll see what happens on that. Is your Monday night game again the final, the fifth circa consensus pick in circa millions? Let's transition now as well, Jeff. To as we the rest of the hour, we'll get to the games we have not yet touched on. We'll also get to our plays, our contest strategy, our survivor strategy. Even though this week does on the surface feel pretty simple yeah. uh, from a survivor standpoint. Uh, but for the uh, at least for the rest of the segment, we get to break down a game that also falls kind of like we've talked about with a couple other favorite spots into the teaser category, and that is the New Orleans Saints returning home. You haven't really seen the storyline uh, played up much this week, Jeff, which, to be frank, I'm a little surprised by. Back at the Superdome for the first time since uh, the recent hurricane forced them to, to move, play the home opener in Jacksonville week one, next two games on the road while they practiced state in Arlington, Texas, have not been in Louisiana for the better part of a month. They return home, are laying about seven against the Giants, who, uh, having gone back, and it won't surprise you, Jeff, that uh, usually my home setup on Sundays, I get seven of the nine early games on. It won't surprise you that Giants-Falcons did not make my list. Stunning. That was one of the two that got left out uh, last week. So I went back and actually watched the condensed game, which 
Uh, I, I don't know if it's possible to, to like file a petition with the NFL to get those 38 minutes of my life back, but uh, I don't know that I'm going to win win that anytime soon. Point being, it was an ugly performance for the Giants against a Falcon team and Matt Ryan, which we're going to talk about in our next segment against Washington. A Falcon team that could barely move the ball and yet somehow won the game in New York 17-14. Uh, but Jeff, this seems to be kind of a trendy dog play. This has been bet down from 8 down to 7.5 where a lot of the contest numbers locked at. Down to 7, and I personally think this is an outstanding teaser spot for New Orleans, but I know you and Wes do, uh, do like taking a stab at the dog here. This is one of those where you just hold your nose and hope for the best because the Giants' offense going against the Saint defense that has forced turnovers in their two wins at a high clip is pretty frightening with knowing who your quarterback is in Daniel Jones. Ben, the big thing for me in this game is New Orleans, the first game, let's just chalk that up to Green Bay not showing up. I, yeah, I, at this simp- point, you can agree. That is, you, that is, you throw that, that game. That is, that is as simple as it is. Green Bay no-showed completely, New Orleans turned it over, and they did more than enough offensively to win that game. Very odd game, probably not replicable in any fashion for either of those teams. Week two, New Orleans was crushed by Carolina in every facet. Dominated by the Panthers. Week three last week, I like New Orleans really moved the ball. The turnovers, the the backbreakers for New England, the uh, the Jonu Smith plopping a pick six right in the hands on what was a perfectly thrown ball by Mack, right in the hands of Malcolm Jenkins. The other interception that led to points was not a, was was really a fluky one as well. Uh, but in the end here, if Daniel Jones protects the ball, and the other issue for the Giants, no Sterling Shepard, no, um, no Darius Slayton no as well. Yep. So you're taking out two of your big weapons. Galladay's going to play. We're going to see Kadarius Tony really get a good amount of slot uh, a play for the first time in his NFL career. But in the end here, Ben, if the Giants can protect the football, this feels like a tight game. And the Giants should be able to cover that number. And in the teaser perspective, I think both sides are good here. Tease the Giants up, especially if you want to go to full seven-point teaser. You tease them through 14. If you want to do the six, you're getting them through 13. Mm-hmm. For New Orleans, the seven, you're getting them down to a half. And obviously, if you go to six, one and a half, this feels like New Orleans by seven. You just get inside the seven yeah. and a half here would be my expectation. Here's the thing. You mentioned the the offense and being able to move the ball. That's really not been the issue for New York, even though they will be without their top two receivers. No Shepard, no Slayton, like you mentioned, and Ben Bredesen starting left guard also out. To me, Jeff, the the more disappointing thing for the Giants has been the defense. 30th in uh, EPA per play allowed, 27th in pressure rate, 23rd in defensive DVOA. You you assumed that at least the, the Giants would be able to keep them in some games this year defensively. And they've looked horrible on that side of the ball. While New Orleans, been pretty. you know, look, they, they come in. It's not like they do much. Off, 24th in EDSR, early down success rate on offense. 19th in their offensive DVOA. But this is actually I mean, a, a, probably a, as good of a matchup as you could hope for if you're New Orleans. I'd also point out, you mentioned the wide receivers out for the Giants. Marshawn Lattimore, PFF's tied for the top grade of all cornerbacks. And keep in mind the one game he missed, that Carolina game. Not where good. The, where the, where the uh, Saints got totally exposed. So I love this as a teaser spot. Don't know that I would lay the full seven, kind of to the points you mentioned, but I, I, I think Saints win this game by a, by a, by a ten point range. I think they comfortably get inside your teasers, and I wouldn't hesitate using them in an uh, eliminator if you wanted to either. Talk strategy on that later, as well as a couple other games we've not touched on yet. As we roll on, final hour of Beeson Bet Zone. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. We continue our NFL Week 4 previews here on VSIN Bet Center. Jeff Parles has that smile on his face. I'm about to make a bet. He is about, like. that suggests exactly what I was about to say. He's about to make a bet. Uh, what, Jeffrey, are you about to bet? Well, I mean, in solidarity with our great audio guy, Brad, I'm going to take UCLA as a uh, pick em for the game right now. So there you go. I like how we are all, look, as a crew. We're all one big happy family here. The glass, behind the glass, we're all family. Oh, actually, the, now uh, now UCLA plus one for well, the what, game, so even better. Let, let everybody know what happened at the end of the first half here. Yeah, so uh, 24-20. Arizona State had uh, hit that long touchdown uh, near the end of the half. You see, like, punting. And for whatever reason, Arizona State's punt returner decided it was a good idea to try to field a rolling ball that would have oh, just rolled no. into the end zone with less than 10 seconds to go. Turns into a muff. UCLA kicks a short field goal. It's 24-23 Arizona State at the half. Why? Why? No, it's one of the dumber Why? plays you're going to see all day in college football, period. And so you are... Uh, I'm going to take UCLA. I, again, yeah. it's a worse number than it would have been uh, because UCLA would have yeah. probably been... I, I would guess UCLA probably would have been two and a half for the game. Makes sense. If, and uh, they are now. And now they're, now they're plus one. So, so it is a little <laughs> bit of a difference. Uh, this actually is very back, interesting. Back. There's a... Well, a little toggling? A little there's, a, toggle. there's a huge... Discre- there's a big discrepancy across uh, the uh, two outs that I use the most. Here in town, right behind us is a pick. Superbook is, is UCLA minus two for the second half, which okay. in the end, in a one-point game, really not a huge difference. Right. The big out is if UCLA loses the game by one, I'm pushing. Uh, if uh, UCLA wins the game by one, that minus two is pushing, and I'm winning. It's not a huge difference. Mm-hmm. You're basically everyone at that point. You're betting on UCLA to win the game. You're just with the, the second-half pick. On UCLA, a few more outs just in case if they lose the game by one. Slight you get your insurance, money and it's Slight, same, and, and it's the same and, price. You might as well take it. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I think it was a five cent difference, but I'd rather have okay. the plus one minus ten than the uh, minus one plus, uh, or excuse me, minus oh five. Yeah, yeah. So. At, uh, no, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Thanks for walking us through that, Jeff, yeah. because uh, we we could have spent yeah. the previous two yeah. minutes talking Washington Atlanta. Well, Instead, well, you you graced us with that. Well, I, I do. I, I, there is one point here with your college football in games, especially yeah. um, that that you have to at least keep in mind. That sometime that situation will present itself, and we kind of got to the same answer here. Remember, college football games can't end on ties, guys. Just remember that. Thank so, you for if it, no, but it's important because yes. sometimes you'll get a scenario where you see uh, a, a situation like I just had where. A one and a half pops up and against a, maybe it was minus a half instead. There's no difference between plus a half and minus a half in college football. There's no difference. Game can't end in the tie. So you just have to, again, there's some spots where you can sometimes say, all right, well, I guess if, it's, if it was even money, I probably would have taken the uh, minus one for the game instead. But in the end, we'll, we'll take the plus one on UCLA. Pick in and the second half. Now, I mean, twos versus two and a halfs make more of a difference in college than they than they do in the yeah. NFL solely because of the new overtime rule, where a game could go to, go to overtime and potentially land on two. Right. If you get through the first two overtimes, and you have to try the two point conversion, so that's also uh, something to keep in mind. Thanks for ke- keeping the keeping the betters honest, Jeff. That's what we need, Damn. especially during Pac-12 after dark, when it's easy to get your mind in a you know get your mind in, in, in a busy quickly. In, in, 
tizzy is a better word than vortex. Yeah. I appreciate you doing that. Uh, so that 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 gives us. I just killed two minutes of Washington you, Atlanta. That is a professional job right there because <laughs> Washington Atlanta is next up on our rotation here, Jeff. Uh, look, looking at the updated line right now, seeing actually behind us at Circa Washington up to a two point favorite. This this would be my uh, in the category for me, Jeff, of the game I do not want any part of betting whatsoever. I have actually gone on Washington twice in the first three weeks of the contest and have been uh, let down pretty pretty severely last week was just as a guy who had Washington plus seven and a half Jeff that was a complete whitewashing by Buffalo that that final score was 43 21 that might as well have been 59 three yeah that- I, but Washington had was on a not even close level different plane Buffalo was on but it's not like Atlanta is is much better uh, any value you see in uh, in this game. No, <laughs> no, no. This is this is the most unbettable game on the board by a wide margin here. Even with even compared to the game we're about to get to. Yeah, this this is no that one. You can find you can find something in that one. You can't find anything in this for me. At least I can't because you have two you have two problems here. You really want to bet on Atlanta in any circumstance. Period. And how can you possibly lay points on the road with Washington right now? So this is just one of those impossible. And even the total feels right because I would like to bet the over here, but Atlanta's offense has looked horrible so far this year. So I'm not even, if, if, if Washington's finally going to get pressure on a quarterback, it's coming in this game. So I just I can't play, I can't play the total, can't play the, 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 the spread, can't play anything in this game. This, as you said, will be the game that probably is the one that's paid attention the least in the one o'clock Eastern window. No, uh, no play for me whatsoever. Oh, and by the way, it's not like anyone really played this in the in the contest either. No, nobody did. Uh, this will not be making my my septo box or whatever I will, I just now called that my seven games out of the nine. That's not I don't that's not going to make the cut. I'll just say that right <laughs> now, Jeff. Just it just my point my time of the week to point out that Atlanta under Arthur Smith, the vaunted Arthur Smith offensive mind comes in. Atlanta, your updated numbers to three weeks: thirty first and early down success rate. 32nd in offensive DVOA. 32nd in second down offensive efficiency. Oh, boy. 22nd as a result in third down to go distance. Matt Ryan, uh, 31st in his average depth of target. And when I watched him last week, Jeff, those 38 minutes I wish I had back watching the condensed game of Falcons-Giants, he, he looked like a rookie with no confidence in any ability to push the ball further than five yards down the field. Everything he looked for was in a three- to five-yard pocket right in front of the line of scrimmage. And if it wasn't there... He was throwing the ball away. Like clockwork. It is, again, it's a Giants defense. It isn't any good. If anything, I would play Washington, but I, I, you could not get me to potentially put money on them again after, after what they have shown uh, thus far. So that's, uh, I think, it's a The, the only thing I would think I'd even consider here is if you want to get cute, and I would never suggest getting cute in this, you could put Atlanta in a teaser. I know some people do like that this week, You actually, could which I just put don't Atlanta. Under, I don't you understand. could put them in a teaser because... One score game is probable here with with the way these teams are, but I'm not. I'm just not. At the same bother. time, if you lose that teaser, I think you get absolutely what you deserve. Yeah, it's just it's just it's path. just a no thank you on this. So that yeah. how so, many games running is Atlanta going to play the game that we want absolutely nothing to do with? Because last week was the same. Yeah, deal. Last week also did not make that. Uh, and that I think seven, next week, and I think next week's going to be the same as well. Well, at least uh, six thirty a.m. Uh, kickoff, <laughs> London. What could possibly go wrong there? Jets. Great. Could you possibly survive the Jets, Jeff? I don't think uh, so. No. Don't, don't think that's going to happen. Don't do that. We'll get to our survivor strategy coming up as well as our uh, best bets. But first, a couple minutes on Detroit and Chicago. Sure. We did see the Bears. They do name Justin Fields. Starter today. Hasn't really affected the line as it's still sitting on Chicago minus three. It's been that way most of the week. Total, your lowest on the board right now, sitting as low as 41 and a half uh, in some spots. Jeff, I know you were on Detroit last week in the contest. That was uh, really a... Well, Seemed like it might be a sweat, but ended up being an easy win for you. Trip probably should have won the game outright. You like them in, in this spot at uh, at zero and three in Chicago? What a what an awful performance it was for Chicago last week. I'm curious your thoughts on this. This is a dreadful game. First off, this is a dreadful game. Bears looked solid at home for about two and a half quarters against Cincinnati, and then made us sweat our behinds off for no good reason. I to get yeah, us home not, in that, that was game. not a fun experience. Yeah, I no, also had Chicago. So uh, look. The Lions should have won last week. 
How much of an emotional letdown is it going on the road to a division rival after losing in that fashion? But on the flip side here, this is, this is how messed up this whole thing is for the Bears. If Andy Dalton was playing, this would absolutely be a no play for me. But because Justin Fields is in, and with how bad Fields has looked so far, and look, not all of it is, is his fault. Nagy gave him no chance to succeed last week. And that offensive line is horrid. But I, then it just, do you really want to take Detroit on the road? Like if this game was in Detroit and the Lions were a two and a half point favorite at home, I would say lay the points. I wouldn't think twice. But because this game is on the road, and I don't think Detroit is going to travel well at all this year against anyone, this is very difficult. I lean Detroit, but I'm probably not going to play it. Maybe another teaser possibility, get it up to nine. I have a hard t- hard time seeing Chicago winning this game yeah. by double digits. Well, you made the point, too, just the difference between Dalton and Fields. I, I would kind of go a different direction. I feel like with Fields in, this is a, I, I don't want to touch this game. Okay. If it was Dalton, I actually would feel pretty solid on, on the Chicago yeah, side that's, coming that's in. Fair. I really would. That's fair. And I, I think what's a, and it, this has been a case where I think it's really helpful as betters keeping in track of who you've bet on throughout the season and, and how good of a feel you have for certain teams. Uh, so far, Jeff, I have been involved in all three Bears weeks, and I was heavily against them week one, heavily on them week two, and heavily against them week three. It's one of the only teams I've actually had a good feel for, 3-0 and in betting their games, and I feel like I have a, a with that solid feel, I would like to say I think this is a great bounce-back spot for them. Detroit has no bodies defensively. They just released their only real linebacker, Jamie Collins, no, and Trey, anyway. Trey Flowers, their best other linebacker, is out. I think Chicago... I think they win the game, but with Fields in, what we've seen so far, Jeff, you can't you can't make me feel confident in that, and that's probably the best way to uh, to sum this game up. We do have our best bets to give out and our survivor strategy. That's all coming up next on the other side here on Beeson Bet Center. This is Bet Center on Beeson, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Final two segments on VSIN Bet Center. Back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. Before we turn the ship over to Greg Peterson for the Greg Peterson experience starting at 1 a.m. on the East Coast. Jeff, uh, before we get back to our NFL talk, you have a live bet. Get on is, your horse. It is looking good. <laughs> LSU 19, Auburn 17, 520 to go in the game, and Auburn just ripped off a big run. Uh, you got a bet in at a pretty uh, opportune time, it looks like. Yeah, I, uh, I I just took a shot on uh, I took a shot on Auburn plus 134, so... We'll see what happens. We'll see what look happens. At you take all of a sudden the panache. You get a you get a little get a little uh, what plus what, what, twenty. What was that word there? Little, little, uh, what was that word? What did you go with? Uh, the panache, <laughs> the vim, the vigor. Good he's, word choice. He's got a, He's got to flair for the there. You didn't think of panache? Come on, look. You've 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 had some good hits already tonight, but I like that we you know, we get into the show and it's like, all right, give me give me money line Boston College on the road at Clemson. Give me money line. Uh, well, again, look, the Boston College one was small. I, yeah. I I still had my I still had my bigger bet on the plus fifteen and a half. That's why I felt comfortable taking a little bit of a swing on a huge number right there. And look, we're pretty darn close to pulling you, that thing off. You, you, yes. You. Uh, but uh, look uh, again, if we if Auburn loses, I kind of kind of asked for it in the end. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Uh, one quick MLB update: Mariners needing a win to stay have any hope. If a win, if they do win tonight against the Angels, they would get to one game, uh, joining the the uh, Toronto Blue Jays behind both the Yankees and Red Sox for what should be an outstanding game 162 across the board in MLB, especially in that AO wild card race. They're down four three, bottom of the eighth, bases loaded, two outs, two two count. They are currently uh, I am seeing plus 105 on the live market, Jeff. Uh, on the Angels, nothing to play for, and it's going to be a 3-2 pitch with Mitch Hanniger, who's 3-for-4 already today. You like drama? This is, I mean, so this is the season. Seattle has to win the game. They were minus 185 pregame, but Paul Seawald gave up a go-ahead. Was it a three-run homer to Jared Walsh? Correct. Who, yeah, it's a, they were up 3-1 in the top of the eighth. Seawald, who had been great this year, gives up the homer. Now 4-3. What a moment this is. I mean, this is basically 
the season. Obviously, Seattle would have one more AB, but season you feel like on the this, line. This, this is the moment right now. Steve Ciszek on the mound, the three-two pitch, line base drive, hit. base hit. Look at Hanniger coming run through. Is in. Two runs are in, and the Mariners, you, you can call them paper tigers, you can call them frauds, but they're still alive, Jeff. 5-4, bottom eight. Well, look, Mitch Hanniger has had an unbelievable season what a, for the Mariners. What a, what a big clutch hit tonight. there. Look, I'm all in on a playoff of some sort. I prefer the three-teamer because that seems more fun than the four-teamer because we actually get an extra game out of it. Uh, but look, I look. The numbers on this Mariner team have made no sense the whole year. They still have the negative run differential. They've been amazing in one-run games. That's why they're in this position. But what an amazing story for a team that really was not supposed to be any good this year, staying alive into the final day if they hold this lead after, again, uh, Paul Seawald, who had been brilliant this year, gave up the ghost. But what an A-B for Mitch Hanniger, who is a heck of a player. Ben yeah, Wilson. look, you got to give credit where, where credit's due. Seattle, Seattle earning that. We'll see if they can uh, close it out and, and – uh, Keep themselves alive at game back, so they would. Uh, they, they're going to need one of the Yankees and Red Sox, and the same goes for the Toronto Blue Jays. One of those teams will need to lose for them to have a shot at at least a an extra wild card game that we would uh, potentially see on Monday. All right, let's go back to our NFL previews. We've got uh, some plays to talk about, Jeff. I've got my uh, contest plays up. It'll lead us into a game we have not talked about yet. This is actually uh, the the last contest play I submitted, not one that I feel particularly great about, uh, Jeff, but. It is, as we'll see this in a moment, the Arizona Cardinals taking on the L.A. Rams. A really interesting game. We talked earlier about how uh, so much love coming on Seattle in the Circa Millions consensus, where Seattle plus three, a play I really like this week. A play that I'm not as high on, but it did. It just barely made the cut for me on a week where I didn't like a ton of the options. Uh, Cardinals plus four and a half in the contest against the Los Angeles Rams. This has actually been bet down on the market. You're seeing a lot of fours start to pop up. And it's actually four now, pretty much market-wide. DraftKings, the standalone four and a half. I'm seeing on the board 54 and a half or 55 your total. Uh, what do you make of uh, what's by far and away, I mean, of the of these late games, a really intriguing divisional battle? Yeah, this is a, this is a fascinating game because obviously this is Arizona overplaying their expectations so far. They're 3-0. and Very fortunate to be 3-0. and They should have lost that game to Minnesota. The Rams are coming off of, obviously, a huge win. And a very important win for them because now they own the tiebreaker on Tampa. And if they end up tied for the one seed, getting the one seed is obviously very important now with only one team getting a bye. Oh, and by the way, if the Rams got home field throughout the NFC playoffs, it wouldn't have to leave Los Angeles, period, because the Super Bowl mm-hmm. is at SoFi this year. This opened six, four and a half now. So Arizona's, it's been one way, one way Arizona train on this. Ben, Arizona kind of feels like they are playing with fire these last two weeks. Week one, they dominated, obviously. Week two, we just I just said they should have lost. Last week, if Jacksonville played like they did on Thursday, Jacksonville probably, might, might, definitely covers, they might even win that game. Covered, yeah. Doesn't this kind of feel like that the Rams, once again, even with that big win in a huge spot last week, it's kind of put your foot on the throat of an opponent in your division and the only undefeated one left? And in a matchup where Sean McVay has owned Cliff Kingsbury's soul through the first few years of Kingsbury being an NFL head coach, I like the Rams at four and a half. I'm probably not going to put it, I'm probably not going to make a bet on it pre-flop. We'll see if some opportunity mm-hmm. comes in uh, in-game. But if you're making me bet this, I would only lay with L.A. I Look, I could see, there's a lot of scenarios I could see happening. Arizona's not a team I will be teasing up. In any of my bets, even though I'm playing them uh, as a contest play, Jeff, here's the one thing I really did feel like that was such a look-ahead spot for Arizona last week in Jacksonville. And re- if you watch that game, it really did play out that way. They they no showed and got very fortunate that Jacksonville was incredibly inept in that game, and that was despite giving up a 109-yard kick return uh, touchdown off a missed field goal that never should have been attempted in the first place. The one thing though that that LA has struggled with is rush defense. They, I mean, the Bears ran all over them in mm-hmm. Week One. The one thing that, and look, Tampa Bay completely abandoned the run in that game, which was was a mistake, and that's partly due to personnel on Tampa's side, but that was partly why I liked the matchup last week for the Rams. But so far, L.A., we we can say what you want about the offense. They've been brilliant. First in offensive DVOA, 13th in defensive DVOA, which is solid, but 21st in defensive rushing defense so far. They have 
allowed teams to run on them. And, and what does Arizona have? Uh, that's right. It's, it's a healthy Kyler Murray who has been, we have seen in these games, even though I think for the long term, you don't want him to take shots and run when he doesn't have to, Jeff. I just don't, I still don't trust that he, with the Kingsbury management of him, I don't, I don't think he's going to hold up for a full 17 game season. But still, we're early in the year. He's looked really healthy. He's looked so potent on the move. I, I think he will be able to wreak havoc on that LA defense, just being able to do things from a, a dual threat perspective. It's also kind of a statement game, don't you think, for DeAndre Hopkins, who was just uh, completely brutalized by Jalen Ramsey last year in the two meetings, held to 48 receiving yards on a combined 15 targets. If you're a top five wide receiver in the league, Jeff, and you see his, his receiving prop at 68 and a half, that was uh, 20 and a half yards more than his, his two uh, his two games combined last year against Ramsey. If you're a receiver as good as Hopkins, you can't let that happen again. This is one of those, again, you talked about statement potential spots for the Rams. I think this is kind of a statement spot to, for the Cardinals. You've been owned, as you mentioned, in division, in this rivalry particularly. So I, I feel myself kind of leaning towards the, the Cardinals spot. I do think for the Rams, tough kind of sandwich spot where you have that Thursday night game in Seattle next week. I mean, you think about how fired up McVay was, Sean McVay last week in that Tampa win. I think that meant a lot to them to come in in a game where most people felt like it was number one versus number two in the NFC and win that game. So I do think there actually is, even though it's a divisional game and, and it's a big game for both teams, I think there is something to to the effect, Jeff, that this might be somewhat of a letdown, at least to start. So I expect the Rams to win, but I think it's—I don't think it'll come as as easily as it did last week for them. I expect a tight game. Yeah, look, I, it's going to be hard to come as easily as it did. I, again, Deshaun fair. Jackson turning the time back uh, last week against Tampa. Well, and look, Tampa, again. here's the one other thing: Tampa secondary is gettable, which we talked about earlier. I just don't think—I don't think New England has the, the weapons capable of getting them. Uh, but look, in the end here, if Arizona covers this game, it wouldn't shock me. But mm. if you made me play it, I would lay with L.A. All right. So I'm going Jets plus seven, mm-hmm. Cardinals plus four and a half, Seahawks plus three, and then a couple short favorites uh, to round out the card. Browns minus two, Dolphins minus two and a half. Jeffrey, you are going where? Well, we, Your contest. Well, we uh, we didn't even mention one of our contest games, actually. Oh, and there's my uh, survivor. I'm, I know you're stunned to see me play that in survivor. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, look. I know there will be some, and we saw Cincinnati be a big play. Even if you were in the Circus Survivor, I would say just take the free bingo square with Buffalo against Houston this week. Uh, for us this week, we uh, we have the Jets, we have uh, Baltimore, we have the Chargers, we have your Pittsburgh Steelers, oh, Ben boy. Wilson, against your Green Bay Packers. Yet. We got to get to and that then, uh, And then we have uh, the Chiefs as well. All right, we'll talk Steelers-Packers next. Rounded out also with uh, some Bills-Texas talk as that fits our uh, survivor strategy. Might not be a full lot to talk about. We'll go through it regardless. As we wrap up the show, that's coming your way next right here on Beats and Bet At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We're back for our final segment, VEASAN Bet Center with a happy Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. White Tom Chick, our producer behind the glass. Jeff, you got there. Well, not somehow, a, not officially, but well, basically. We're, we're we're basically Auburn there. Gets Auburn gets a win. huge interception of LSU, twenty four nineteen, and it looks like uh, our, our guy, our buddy Matt Brown, LSU alum, making the trip to Baton Rouge. Not a fun trip. And no, not somehow good. Auburn, Jeff, as you pointed out a four second ago, going to be four and one with their only loss on the road at Penn State, which on the surface seems pretty impressive. But uh, we've watched them so far, Jeff, a few times, and. Uh, Let's just say that line against Georgia next week, you probably couldn't make it high enough. It'll be a big, big ball of yikes for Auburn next right. week. Yikes, okay. I, look, I, I, I'm going to feel that way against anyone who sees Georgia until Alabama plays Georgia. I just, that team is so good defensively. And offensively speaking, I, look, I, I know there's a lot of love for JT Daniels going into the season. I don't think that's as big of a drop-off as people think to Stetson Bennett, who played today and was totally fine and adequate and did more than enough in order for them to win that game. So, I look, George is a juggernaut. It's going to be rough next week for Auburn. Granted, that game is a Jordan-Hare, so who knows? We've seen crazy things happen in that place. Speaking of uh, JT Daniels, Arizona State, 32. UCLA, 23. So, Jeff's bet uh, there on not, UCLA. Not, 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 not good at the moment. Great uh, for Brad Cross, our audio engineer. We, we hope that Even worse somehow- for Brad. Somehow things turn around. UCLA favored by three there uh, pregame. We have one, I guess, two technically games still to preview. One in our survivor section of the show. Uh-huh. One is your final uh, contest play, Jeff, for you and uh, Wes Reynolds. That's the Green Bay Packers hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers tomorrow after. Uh, well, Jeff, you, you, you will not be partaking in the survivor segment because you are now out of survivor <laughs> with the bold Pittsburgh it was strategy. A very bad play uh, last week. But look, yeah. I had Pittsburgh in, in the contest. It was a miserable three hours. Uh, trying to watch Big Ben complete any sort of pass longer than about two yards. Backs against the wall now. We have a Green Bay team coming off of a ridiculous win on Sunday night in San Francisco. You buy the narrative here that Mike Tomlin will have his guys up for this game, getting in the six-and-a-half point range. Look, this is one of those where, again, you kind of hold your nose and go with it, but this is a spot where Tomlin's been awesome as an underdog throughout his his coaching career. And... If there's ever a last stand moment for this team and this group in Pittsburgh, it's now. Now Chase Claypool's out. Uh, They do get good news on the injury front. Juju Smith-Schuster looks like he's going to be able to go. Same with Deontay Johnson. Same with T.J. Watt. And Ben, the one thing I will say, the T.J. Watt thing is the biggest thing by far here. Because the Pittsburgh Steelers, a hearty three weeks ago, won an Orchard Park against. Bill. As six and a half point As underdogs. six and a half point underdogs. Which, by the way, later in the year, that might be the, the what the heck happened here result of the entire that's a, season. That's a candidate for sure. It's possible. But it would not stun me that basically, oh, we look at that. Like, again, that's money line. We've probably a lot of parlays. A lot with, of teasers. With, with, with Green parlays, Bay. A lot yep. of teasers. Good teaser side again with the Packers. I actually think both sides of this are pretty good teaser sides here, Ben. But would it 100% shock you if Pittsburgh finds a way and stuns everyone and wins at Lambeau tomorrow? It wouldn't shock me. We took Pittsburgh plus six and a half in the contest. Uh, but look, it's very tough tough to slow down how, how good that offense looks all of a sudden again at Green Bay. After really six quarters of, of, of blah, the Packers have been great offensively the last six quarters, except 
for that lull in San Francisco where they completely stopped mm-hmm. playing. Yeah, I, like I, I understand the argument, and as a Packer fan, it's it, going up against Mike Tomlin. The Packers have struggled historically against him and the Steelers, especially at home in Lambeau. So it just worries me from uh, from that perspective. But at the same time, Jeff, for as much as you can talk narrative, there needs to be some like physical evidence here to to back things up. And at least while the the TJ Watt part of this is huge for Pittsburgh defensively, Ben Roethlisberger, like it's not a matter of is he up for the game or is he mentally in it or is, are they fired up around him. Like, he physically cannot throw the football. He, he just can't. You watch him, he, it's literally, like, impossible for him to throw a ball more than 10 yards down the field. And the deep shots he has taken have either been woefully underthrown or 15 yards uh, over, overshot to his guy. So it, it's hard for me to see a scenario where this all of a sudden just reverses for Pittsburgh. To me, I would think, Jeff, if, if you like Pittsburgh, while, while now it's down to six pretty much market-wide, I don't really like that number. I mean, 44 and a half is your total. It feels like if Pittsburgh's going to have any chance to keep this within a score, this plays out in more like a 20 to, to 13, 24, 17 type range, which would be uh, under, under that total. So I think if you like Pittsburgh, I'd actually lean to an under. And we've seen Green Bay. Green Bay's kind of a sneaky good under team just from the way they play. They're a very slow tempo team. They have a lot of seven minute drives methodically moving down the field. So even though they're, they're kind of built as this high paced offensive fast attack team where Rodgers can throw for big plays at any time. In general, though, Jeff, the way they play from a pacing standpoint actually is, is conducive to the under. So if anything, I would actually look there uh, if you're Pittsburgh rather than trying to, to grab it with six right now where you, you've missed the best of the number here. Throwing the hands up. Okay, I Look, again, again, it's just a, in, in the end here, total-wise, again, it's just hard to go under in a Green Bay game at this point with that offense. Yeah, but I just explained why. They're no, I know, but, but I understand under, that. But And it's but but Pittsburgh. look 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 it is it is a uh, it is kind of cor- it is correlated for sure. If you like mm. Pittsburgh, you like the under. If you like Green Bay, you like the over. So I think I think that's, that's I think that's the way you look at it, Ben. Uh, so for your bets, Jeff, you, you talk teasers. Yes, inclu- including that's all I gave in. to Wyatt this week, Ben. Just teasers. Just teasers. This I don't week. have an issue with that. I've I've made sixteen NFL plays, Jeff, through three weeks. A hearty eleven of them have been teasers. Wonderful. Eight and eight, two and one. Now. Wonderful. Almost all of those were that Rams, <laughs> Rams week one. But uh, here you go, throwing the chief, and I have no issue with using the Chiefs as an anchor in uh, in a, a pool of teasers. But I think we have that number wrong as well. That should be Colts. Uh, it's eight and a half, right? Yes, yes. Uh, don't shortchange me, guys. Come I, on. I, I might, I might, I might have, I might have texted it wrong to Wyatt to give him, to, to, to defend uh, defend the uh, the great crew that we have. Yeah, eight and a half on on Indianapolis with uh with one uh, laying one for. Uh, Kansas City, want, uh, and then the yeah. and then the square teaser of the year, basically with Kansas City and Tampa. Yeah, you might as well just rename that graphic like teaser that everybody has. Everyone in the world, teaser wise, is probably going to have a Kansas City Tampa. Look, I don't. I, there are a lot. If you look at this board as a whole, Ben, there are so many good teaser options this week that I'm just going to read off a few. Uh, and these Go are these are just ones that we're not doing anything goofy like going through zero, because there are some numbers out there where it looks a little more traditional. Both sides of the Jets and Titans are teasable now, with it being at 6-6.5. Six, six Cleveland is teasable at yes, the pick. I will be teasing I would, Cleveland. I would argue there's some stray 1.5 out there on Cleveland. I would argue that Minnesota going to 7.5 would we, be teasable we We've done that before. As well. Indianapolis, teasable up to 8.5. The Giants and the Saints, both teasable to me, 7.5. And uh, one and a half, or one, depending on your book. I would argue the Texans are teasable. Yes. 23 and a half. I, I'm, even I though really I don't want like to tease that, but, I really but, want to do it. But but that's just brutal. Uh, Seattle through to eight and a half, teasable. Uh, both sides of Denver and Baltimore, teasable if you really wanted. I would only take Baltimore. I think Baltimore by 10 wouldn't shock me. Both sides of Packers, Steelers, teasable. Tampa's teasable. And there you go. I basically just listed half the board for you. Thank you. Jeff. There are a Thanks lot of teasable, that. good teasable ones. And if you really want to get frisky, you could tease Atlanta. But I don't know why okay. you would do that with all those good that's options. Where, that's the buck stops here. Uh, <laughs> look, Houston, 17 and a half now. And that, look, it, the survivor strategy talk this week is pretty simple. Simple. It's, do you want basically a guarantee? Or do you want to kind of not really short the, the, the market in these contests, but do you want to slough one off and, and use the bills for later. My argument as to why I think the bills are a good play here, it's not just the fact that you're giving yourself 
nothing is a guarantee in the NFL. We saw the Rams lose as, a, as the exact same uh, type favor to the Jets late last year, spoiling many survivor hopes. But I would say that this is by far and away your best option, not just from the uh, the correlated spread odds, by far the highest spread on the board this week, but uh, Jeff, the, the best other option you would want to use Buffalo in, and I'm, I'm kind of in the camp of I, I do everything in my power to not use teams in Survivor on the road. If you're looking to use Survivor later, the, the first thing you think of is, oh, well, I'll just save them for the Jets at home. You get the Jets in Orchard Park, right? Easy. Well, that Jets game is week 18, at which point we, the way this is going, Jeff, the Bills will have probably clinched the AFC East. Likely the seating, you know, depending on the seating implications, you're not really sure at this point, but I think there's a pretty good chance that uh, the Buffalo is not much, if anything, to play for in Week 18. And, and at that point, if that's the case, even if there's just the question of it, that's not a game you can put in Survivor Week 18. It just isn't. So I think you, I think you use Buffalo now and you, you take your shots down the road. It's all about advancing to me. Just take your free bingo square tomorrow if you're in a take pool that. that doesn't have to that hasn't that, that can go to kickoff. Take your free yeah, bingo we'll, we'll square. We'll miss you in the recent Survivor. Contest. That's all right. It was it a good, just, it was it was a good three-week dumb. run. It was just you. dumb. Sorry. Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Yeah. For Jeff Farrell. Thank Jeff. you, Ben. Jeff, I am Ben. Saying so long on VEASAN Bet Center. Greg Peterson Experience starts next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.